Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shifts. Call 319-752-2781. Well, we got Mrs. Hessler's favorite son, uh, uh, Coach Hessler, on us with the Wilton Beavers. Uh, Wilton Beavers brought to you by uh, uh, Mike's uh, Auto Sales of Muscatine and... Uh, uh, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Uh, welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having us back on. Well, you you are making a dang habit of coming on. Uh, I'm not sure if I've got another coach that's been on uh, uh, every week uh, like you have. Uh, but you got by uh, what Scotty Melvin says is maybe the um, toughest uh, uh, team with a record like that uh, in the state cascade is their schedule's been brutal and uh, – Mike Castle tells me that that they did give you a little bit of run for your money. Yeah, you know we uh, we definitely knew going in. I know Cascade was came in with a a winless record, but every single team they played was over a five hundred record, um, and they played some teams close and and gave some really good teams a, a bit of a fit at times. So, you know, we knew we were going to have our hands full going in there, and and it was their homecoming, so they were extremely excited to play. I, I thought our guys did a pretty good job leveling the storm. Um, you know, it took took a while to get some scores going and 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 things but uh the game just kind of moved slow at the beginning and uh we only had i think four offensive possessions total uh in the first half and and their offense kind of kept our our offense off the field and uh but overall still still uh happy with the performance you know obviously things to fix from last week to this week but uh at the end of the day we got the win and got to six and oh well let, let our listeners that maybe don't know uh tell them who you played and what the score was yeah we went uh we went up to cascade um, which is about an hour and 15 minutes away from here uh, to the north. And uh, we ended up winning the ball game, uh, I believe it was 28 to 12. Um, you know, we came out and scored uh, on our first drive. We were up 13-0, then they scored right before the half, made it 13-6, and then it kind of went back and forth in the third quarter. We had a couple turnovers. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, we opened it up to 28 to 6, and then uh, Cascade scored uh, with a minute to go uh in the fourth quarter and then we got the the ball back and took a knee and, and got out of town so uh finished the ball game 28 to 12 um you know not the, the typical score you see from a undefeated to a team who hasn't won but uh you know they they had a nice game plan and and kind of caught us up off guard a little bit but uh our guys did a good job of responding well scotty Mellons really admires the way you've been winning you know uh and he thought that was a good win for you um but uh, let's talk a little bit about this game. Uh, let's start with the defense. Um, you, you guys are, are, are pretty pretty stout on defense uh, consistently. I mean, yeah, not very many points scored on you all year long. Uh, who in this game stood out on the defensive side? Uh, you know, we had a couple guys. Uh, Chaz Allison was, was one of those guys who was up there in tackles. He's a senior uh, middle linebacker for us. Uh, he's been playing really well the last couple of weeks, but he was, I know he was around the ball a lot. Um, Damian Pestel is one of our interior defensive linemen. I know he had a lot of tackles and a lot of assisted tackles um, for us in that game. And then, like I said, just the rest of our D-line uh, did a nice job of, of run defense up front. Um, you know, we got uh, pressured in the backfield um, a little bit. They had a quarterback who could really throw the ball nicely. And, um, you know, we, we tried a, a couple different looks. We struggled in some man coverage, but um, I think we, we shored that up this week. But uh, Jordan Duesenberry came up with an interception again this week. Um, 
you know, and, and we do, we do believe in the bend don't break philosophy. And we did that a couple of times, um, in that game. So they, they would drive down and then we got them shut out, uh, when we got, when they got inside the, uh, 40 or 30 yard line. Well, uh, all right, let's flip it over to the other side of the ball, but I want to start with the offensive line. You know, uh, you got some quick ones. You got some athletic ones. I don't know if they're the biggest offensive line, uh, out there, but they, uh, uh they seem to be getting it done and you're getting a lot of, a lot of yards on the ground consistently. Uh, talk to me about these guys and how they perform Friday. Yeah, you know, last year we we re we didn't reinvent anything on the offense, but uh, we wanted to reevaluate what our identity was um, and what we wanted to run and what we wanted to be really really good at. Um, so we have a couple plays. If you watch us play, you know, all uh, our main run plays are very similar. Um, you know, but we want to be the best in the state at running that play. Um, and when people play us, they, they know that we run this play or that play. There's two plays that we run. Um, and our goal and our, and our philosophy here is that we can block it better than you can defend it. Um, and our guys take a lot of pride in that. And like you said, we are not the biggest team on the field most Friday nights, especially up front in the O-line. And um, they do a really good job of running their techniques and then finding angles uh, to make that work. Um, you know, we aren't, uh, most of the time we're not a really big play offense. We had a couple of big plays of the night, but, uh, uh, a lot of times our guys chip away and, uh, they eat at the clock and then we play good defense. You know, that's kind of our, our DNA here right now. And, um, it's been working well for us and, and we're hoping to keep on that track. All right. Well, uh, let's start with the ground game and talk to me about, um, I had some initial stats from Mike, uh, but, um, you got some yards on the ground, although it, it wasn't, uh, uh, it wasn't easy sledding from what I was told. No, it was not. You know, and they, they run a – their defense is definitely a different look up front than what we typically get or what we see um, from week to week, which is, you know, that's fine. And it was it was good to see something different. Um, you know, and they, they brought a lot in. Our guys – it took a while to adjust. In the second half, I thought our guys came out. We made some slight adjustments on how we move and what angle we're going to block at on, on those plays. And I thought it opened up in the second half a little bit, a little bit more. But um, – you know, that's, that's part of it. You know, when you run those plays and they know what you're going to run, you know, we, we have to have, be able to have adjustments off of those as well. And uh, I thought our guys did a good job of adjusting to that. Um, you know, as, as that run game is extremely important to, to that DNA I talked about, about, you know, ball control and um, playing really, really tough defense. Okay. Uh, well, what about uh, the passing? How do Keith do and, and company with uh, getting the ball through the air? Yeah, uh, Drew had a nice game for us. You know, he, he did throw an interception, um, but that was, you know, he was trying to push something down the field a little bit. We just, we had a miscommunication and he kind of shorted it and the guy ended up getting, but getting the ball. But I feel like Drew is still progressing and, and, and bettering himself every week, which is what we, I, we believe that we do need that as we push into the playoffs, uh, as we, as we push to contend for a district title, um, that we need to be a well-balanced team. Uh, moving into the postseason uh, if we want to have a chance against some of these upper-level teams. So, um, you know, we feel very good about that. But uh, Drew, on Friday, I think he hit six different receivers, you know, and I think that's – that's awesome, man. Yeah. So it's – and that's and that's really unheard of, you know, a lot of times in high school football to, to do that in a game. And, and Drew does that. You know, he's got guys he's comfortable with, of course, but um, he's not afraid to throw to, to anybody that's on the field at any time, which I, I think that makes us a little bit tougher to defend. Well, uh... Uh, let's talk about the special teams. How did they perform? Yeah, you know, special teams did a nice job. Um, you know, I or we had a couple kickoffs that were really put down well inside the five. 
Uh, we had two different guys kick off for us and both put it down inside there. So <clears throat> not only the kickoffs, but the coverage was pretty good um, on both of those. Um, PATs, we were two or three. So we're really trying to solidify that and, uh, you know, uh, figure out how we want to handle that moving forward. But, uh, uh, you know, on the punt, you know, I, we had to punt a few more times than what we normally do. And uh, we did have a snap go over our guy's head um, one time. And, and that's something that we cannot do as we get into these bigger games towards the end of the year. So uh, special teams is a, is a point of emphasis this week, emphasis this week um, as we move forward. Well, uh, you guys are doing uh, just a great job this year. But uh, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about? No, I think that's about all we have for that okay, game. Because we got we got uh, really to talk about this game you're playing Friday. The next two weeks, uh, for some reason, the Wilton Beavers are in the center of the Iowa High School uh, uh, universe, right in the eye of the storm. Uh, maybe playing uh, back-to-back a couple of the best games in the state, if not the best game in the state. Uh, uh, and it's for all the, all the friggin' marbles are on the table the next two weeks as West Branch, who – Actually upset uh, Regina, if I'm not not uh, incorrect, uh, recently, mm-hmm. uh, and then you got Regina back to back. I think all three of you got a shot at this at this uh, district title, and that's what everybody's wanting, isn't it? I mean, everybody wants to come in there number one, don't they? Well, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, it's number one to fight for a district title, but uh, number two, you're fighting for seating spot and, and home field advantage in the playoffs, and. Um, you know, this is, is an exciting time, and you know, it it just so happened to that our schedule worked out at this, that, that in the last three weeks we all play each other. Um, you know, it's kind of a jumbled up mess, but it does make it fun down the stretch uh, as every, every as every one of us is still um, at large to win that title. I know if, if West Branch wins on Friday night, they're going to solidify it. You know, if we win on Friday night, we still have to win on the next Friday night, um, you know, in order to clinch a solo or, you know, a single-handed uh, division title. And, um, but, you know, this is this is what we talked about to our kids about all year long. And, and this is where you want to be as a team and where you want to be as a program, uh, playing in meaning, meaningful games down the stretch at the end of the year. Well, I don't think there's a coach on earth, and I know you're, you're included in this uh, broad brush on break, but they, they wouldn't want to have their own destiny if they're on, in their own hands, regardless of who they played in that, the last two weeks, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's what we, we express to our kids. You know, we're, we're about one of the only ones left in the state that, that actually gets to control these last two weeks of where we end up. And, um, you know, that's a great spot to be no matter who you're playing. Uh, we get the, we get a say in how, in how that result happens. So we don't have to, we don't have to wait around for anybody else or scores on Friday night. Uh, we're going to know where exactly where we stand, um, after Friday night's game. Well, um, this is a big game game. It's a big game for the round guy radio, uh, listenership and uh uh we're sending scotty melvin there himself as you got the round guy game of the week uh on your hands uh it's a big responsibility but i know you you guys can handle it up there but he wants to get a look at your team eyeballs because he's really intrigued with your team he's he's, uh got him number two in the power five uh um tell scotty melvin uh what you guys are going to have to do to be successful against this West Branch team, and I know you got a lot of film on, and yeah, they they've had some some losses. I think they they got beat by Williamsburg, but who else? Yeah. Who on earth hasn't got beat by Williamsburg? Uh, right. Uh, but so uh, they're a pretty tough team. Always a tough team. Uh, you played you you played them a lot, but you're you're blessed to have these games at home. Uh, so yep. uh, uh, tell me what what do they do well, and how 
how can you know what can you do to kind of be successful? Yeah, I'll tell you what, if you look at West Branch and, and how they're successful, I think it actually is very similar to the way we're successful. Um, West Branch has a really great defense there. Their upfront guys are big, they're athletic, um, their linebacking core is very physical uh, and gets the ball really fast. Um, and then they have some nice defensive backs that you can't just uh, pick on a single one. Um, you know, and then on the offense, you know, they're pretty well balanced. They're about a 60 40 team. Uh, run to pass, which is similar to what we are. So I think our DNAs are very, very close to each other um, as we move forward into this game. And and you know that that every time that you play West Branch, it's going to be a well-coached team. Um, you know, I know Coach Hirschman, we took over for for Butch Peterson uh, in this season. Uh, you know, he's he's very knowledgeable in, in the football world, and and he's got his playing team playing at an extremely high level right now. So you know, always always respect for for their coaching staff and what they do and, and how well coached they are. Um, and, and we expect them to be, you know, on point and, uh, and ready to go on Friday night. So we expect a, a battle all the way around. Yeah, I bet. So, um, I'm assuming they run the ball pretty dang good. Yeah, they've got, uh, they're kind of running back by committee. You know, they've got a couple guys back there, um, that they spread the ball around to, and, and then they have a couple, we call them impact players here or, or studs as, as, as you'll read on our, uh, on our, uh, our scouting report and uh, a couple guys that, you know, when they get the ball in their hands, good things happen for their team. Um, so we, we definitely have our eyes on, on a couple of those guys. Um, you know, they got a young quarterback who throws the ball. Well, um, a big physical offensive line um, that opens some good holes for them. So, you know, we know we have our work cut out for us and then, but uh, we're looking forward to the test. Well, last year it seemed like you had a great big receiver or two. Uh, mm-hmm. They had a big tight end and a receiver. That, uh, that was just bigger than everybody else that they could get the ball to. Uh, what do they got? Uh, who do they got to throw the ball to? You know, they're just well-rounded. I think all the receivers, they're pretty well-balanced. I know uh, a name that's been around there for a while is, is the, he's number three is, is Seidel, uh, just a really good athlete. You know, if you watch him on defense, he's, he's really a shutdown cornerback. And uh, uh, he's one of those guys that if he gets the ball in his hands, you know, good things usually happen for West Branch. So, um, you know, he's, he's kind of there what for us as an impact player and, uh, you know, a lot of respect for him and, and what he does on the field and, um, you know, him. And then, like I said, they just, they have nice athletes all the way across, you know, to throw to, they're not afraid to throw to any of them. And, um, which means you got to be on your toes, you know, every play on defense. Well, you guys got, uh, you guys can grind the ball and you can run the ball. You can throw the ball, you know, you can manu- ma- move the ball. Uh, pretty much against anybody. Your defense is as stout as about anybody. But I'm thinking this game is going to come down to special teams. And I, I think the the field position is going to be huge. The turnovers are going to be huge. Uh, extra points are going to be huge. Uh, field goals, if there are any. Uh, uh, you, you think it's going to be a game of inches and uh, um, it could come down to, you know, just basically some kind of special teams play? Oh, absolutely. I, I really believe that. I think on Friday night, if, if the game is, is what I believe it is, I think it could be a very, I'm going to use the word ugly game. Um, and in fact, you know, a lot of defense, a lot of hard hits, very physical up front. Um, and like you said, is it truly a game of inches of, you know, how much we can move the ball, um, how, how well you can keep your offense on the field. Uh, and special teams is, I think, going to play a very, very large role in, in games like this. And, uh, you know, that's one of those phases that you cannot lose out on. Um, on tough teams like West Branch, and they've got some really nice special teams weapons as, as well. 
Well, uh, it's exciting, really exciting game. This is what uh, kind of uh, Scotty Melvin kind of lives for. You know, he he looks at that schedule pretty hard to find a game that he you know he wants to be at, and I think this is the place to be. Uh, and you got a great you got a great community. It's a great place to see a football game. I love it. I told Scotty Melvin to say hello to your dad and uh, check out that uh, concession stand. And uh, uh, we're going to have uh, Ben Garvin there is going to call the game. Uh, so uh, you can keep abreast of what's going on uh, with the Wilton Beavers uh, this Friday. And next Friday, I think Jeff Mills is going to come up there and you have some video and he'll cut out some highlight. He'll highlight all your players, you know, and, and cut videos out for them. Sure. Send yeah. them to recruiters and make it available to the players and the family. Yep. So, that they can do that. Jeff's a great guy and doing a big, big thing and stout market uh, helping him do that. Uh, well, is there anything else coach we, uh, uh, we could talk about? No, I'll tell you what I, again, I always appreciate being on and I, uh, you know, I, I think uh, for anybody listening, I'm telling you, I think if you want to see a great high school atmosphere, uh, come out Friday night and take a take a look. I think we're going to have a ton of people. West branch has a, a great following in football. Um, the last couple of nights or last, last couple home games for us we've had a great turnout i think it's only going to be uh you know more with this with what's at stake we have youth night uh where everybody's getting recognized um we've got a lot of things going on at the game um so if you're interested at all in high school athletics not even you don't have to be a football fan to just come out and enjoy the experience um you know i I challenge you to come out and and support on our team and and support two good teams uh going at it on friday night well that's so much fun there uh it's just a fun place to, to see a game, a regular game, but a game like this uh, with mm-hmm. so many. You're good. You keep playing games like this, coach. You're going to have to double the size of the press box. Up there. <laughs> That's uh, that is on the docket to do. I can promise you that. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, coach. All right. Thanks, Dave. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both First and second shifts, call 319-752-2781.